Welcome to the Alpine Psalmist Podcast. I'm your host, Torre, and today I want to discuss the record heat waves and fires and elevated sea surface temperatures we are seeing all across the globe. And I believe that these are a glimpse into the future Great Tribulation and events spoken of in Revelation chapter Eight and Revelation chapter 16. You know, I was thinking about uh, the recent heat that's occurring um, across the planet, and I was reminded of the June 2021 heat wave that hit the Pacific Northwest. Uh, back in June of 2021, Alberta, British Columbia, Washington, Oregon, and Idaho had a forecast for temps in excess of 115 degrees Fahrenheit. And I remember, and I'm kind of a bit of a a weather nerd, and I remember looking at the forecast models and thinking it would never happen. Like it just seemed so outlandish and unrealistic to see temps that high in our part of North America. And for those of you who don't know, who don't live in this part of the world, um, this is a maritime climate. And generally speaking, temps in the summer are are not super hot or warm compared to other parts of North America. It's, you know, it's not unusual to have temperatures ranging between, you know, 70 degrees Fahrenheit and 80 degrees Fahrenheit in the summer. But temps over 100 plus degrees are pretty unheard of in the Pacific Northwest in the summertime. And so when this heat wave struck in June 2021, there were places in British Columbia and in Washington that hit temps above 115 degrees Fahrenheit. I mean, all-time weather records were smashed during the heat dome of 2021 for Seattle, Portland, Vancouver, BC, interior of the Pacific Northwest. And I remember literally over a two or three day period, conifer trees, evergreen trees going from completely green to brown to red, literally dying within a two two to three day period. That's how hot and unusual that heat wave was. Um, In retrospect, looking back on that event in June 2021, there's been a lot of research done on that event here in the Pacific Northwest, and researchers came out, and they estimated that this was a literally a a once-in-a-10,000-year event. That's how rare and how extraordinarily um, amazing that event was. the temperatures were crazy extreme. Over 600 people died. In fact, I remember um, just a few months ago, back in early June of this year, I went climbing up in the Cascades and the Alpine Lakes region, and there were still trees, certain trees that completely died from that event that are still standing there. Um, probably they turned completely brown, and they're still there. So that that event had a significant impact on our region. In more recent years, there's been a lot more smoke um, here uh, during the tail end of our summers due to, um, you know, forest fires. And there's a lot of reasons and causes for that. But in my short lifetime, and I don't like to 
look at just my life when I look at climate. I like to look at the entire climate record. But I can say in my lifetime, in recent years, there have been a lot of heat records that have fallen, not just here in the Pacific Northwest, but globally. We are seeing that right now across the globe as I record this podcast. Um, China just had some record heat. Uh, uh, Parts of Europe, uh, southwestern United States, the eastern U.S., Right now, it is meteorological winter in South America, and parts of South America in Chile, Buenos Aires, are having record heat in the middle of the wintertime there. Um, We don't just see the record heat. We're seeing crazy elevated sea surface temperatures throughout the globe in the Gulf of Mexico, in the Atlantic, recently uh, in the Mediterranean they just recorded the highest sea surface temperature ever recorded, I believe, in the eastern Mediterranean um, by the um, Spanish Meteorological Society, I saw. So we're not just seeing record heat, we're seeing record ocean temperatures, heating of the oceans, um, and not to mention just the fires. Um, And this year alone, I believe Canada is having one of the largest fire seasons on the modern record in modern times. Over 28 million acres burned. An area literally bigger than the size of Iceland has been burned in Canada, in northeastern British Columbia, and in in Alberta. And much of that smoke, um, thankfully we haven't gotten much of that smoke here, but a lot of it because of the jet stream has traveled east. And for the first time, many areas of the upper Midwest and East Coast are experiencing the extreme smoke from the fires in Canada. And so they're getting a taste of it too. And so I'm looking at all these events that have been, and not just heat events, but just climate extremes in general. I don't think it's an exaggeration to say over the last decade, there has been an increasing intensity of these events. I believe that that is a sign of the increasing birth pangs that our planet is going to experience as we approach the final period of this age. And as we approach the 70th week of Daniel, which is known as the seven-year tribulation period. Um, I should be very clear. I am against setting dates. I don't believe in setting dates. No man knows the specific day or hour, but I do believe we will know the season. And I believe that these increasing, um, in the increasing intensities of these climate events are a sign of the increasing birth pains as we approach the 70th week of Daniel. I believe that the fires, the extreme heat specifically, is a glimpse into the events during the trumpet and bold judgments, which I want to talk a little bit about today. Now, I want to make something very clear. There's a lot of debate, especially in, I guess you can call it more right-wing circles or even, I hate to use that word, but um, even among Christians about the validity of global warming. Uh, Recently, there was a, a guy online who's really an advocate against global warming, saying it's not real. I think a more appropriate term would be to call it climate change, erratic weather change. Um, I'm not going to get too much into this topic, but there's been a lot of research in recent years by astrophysicists who've pointed out that solar forcing 
has a significant impact on our climate as well. Um, solar forcing being changes in our sun. In fact, we know that during the Maunder minimum, which was a period of decreased solar activity, that the Little Ice Age began from about 16-something to 1750-something. And so during that time period where there was dec decreased solar activity, the glaciers grew. And this all occurred right before the mass industrialization that we saw during the 19th century. And so I think there are bigger forces at play. In fact, there was a recent um, uh, article posted recently by a reputable, um, I don't remember his name, but by a reputable uh, climatologist pointing out to the fact that the Tonga eruption uh, produced a large amount of water vapor in the atmosphere and that's possible that the Tonga eruption is the cause of the recent heat this year across the globe. So I don't deny that CO2 is harmful for the environment. I think that uh, we are called to be good stewards of the earth, of our planet. But my, my issue is, is that I think it's a lot bigger than just man-made. I think that there are forces beyond human understanding and ability that's affecting our climate, mainly solar and volcanic. So I don't want to get too much into that. I just know that there has been some erratic weather in the last 10 to 15 years that we need to take a look at. And I believe that this is a glimpse into what's going to occur during the Great Tribulation. And so I want to discuss Revelation chapter 8, verse 7, and Revelation chapter 16, verse 8 through 9. And let me just set the stage here for a bit what's happening in Revelation chapter 8. So we see during the tribulation period, the 70th week of Daniel, that there are the seven seals that are opened. And then immediately following the seven seals, we see the seven trumpet judgments. And then immediately following the seven trumpet judgments, we see the bold judgments, the seven bold judgments. So three sets of seven, okay? And after the opening of the sixth seal, and after the, sorry, after the seventh seal is opened, interestingly, in Revelation chapter 8, it says that in heaven, there is silence for a half an hour. And I believe that that silence in heaven for a half an hour before the opening of the trumpet judgments is kind of like saying that there is it's the proverbial calm before the storm. Uh, the, all the angelic hosts in heaven at the open of the seventh seal are in awe of our creator, God, and the judgment that he's about to bring on planet Earth and its inhabitants prior to the opening of the trumpet judgments. And so we see silence in heaven for a half an hour before the trumpet judgments are poured out in Revelation chapter 8. And so the angelic hosts are, are standing in awe, in reverence of God, and to the fact that something is about to occur that has never happened in history, uh, that there's going to be such a great wrath poured out, and just the, just the being awestruck by that, I think, is going to hold the heavenly beings in, in such awe of, of Creator God. And so we see in Revelation chapter 8-7, the first trumpet judgments poured out. And let me read it for you. 
It says the first angel blew his trumpet and there followed hail and fire mixed with blood. And these were thrown upon the earth and a third of the earth was burned up and a third of the trees were burned up and all the green grass was burned up. You know, I was thinking of this particular trumpet judgment, the first trumpet judgment that the angel, um, when he blows his trumpet, and the Bible says that a third of the trees and a third of the earth is burned up. Now, the Bible is not clear exactly what causes this event, but it is so severe that I could imagine, I, I mean, I was just thinking of these fires in Canada the size of Iceland and people were posting photos online of the smoke in New York city and in the Northeastern U S and they were like, look at this, it's apocalyptic scene. Imagine the scene over the entire planet when a third of the trees and grass is burned up. I mean, we're talking about a true biblical judgment occurring and it's going to get the attention of the world. I believe that, uh, and I don't, I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure, I don't have any direct proof of this, but I believe that the first trumpet judgment is a culmination of environmental disasters brought about by the sinfulness of man, that God is allowing man to reap the sinfulness of his own nature. And so a third of the trees being burned up and a third of the grass being burned up is not just a divine judgment. I believe it's um, a judgment for our own sinfulness. Um, and it's interesting because by the time you get to the bowl judgments that follow the trumpet judgments, we see in Revelation chapter 16, verse 8, that it's not just a third of the earth that's affected, but the entire planet is affected. And so well, this is, um, and I think what we're seeing is we're seeing the intensity of God's wrath upon sinful man increasing from the trumpet judgments to the time you get to the bold judgments in Revelation chapter 16. And let me read Revelation chapter 16, verse 8, because this is a very interesting verse. It says, The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun and it was allowed to scorch people with fire and they were scorched by fierce heat and they cursed the name of god who had power over these plagues but they did not give him glory or repent so we see by the time we move from the trumpet judgments which in revelation chapter 8 we see that the fires only affect a third of the world, we see that in Revelation chapter 16, there, during the bold judgments, that the entire planet is now affected, which represents the increasing intensity of God's judgment upon mankind during the final part of the 70th week of Daniel. Um, interesting, the, the Greek word Diodomi is used here in relation to the sun being allowed to scorch mankind. And this particular passage, this particular Greek word implies that something is allowed or is granted. In other words, 
the sun is allowed to do something and has never done before, which causes this extreme heat. Um, the Bible doesn't exactly tell us what causes the sun to create this extreme heat, but I believe during the by the time we get to the fourth bold judgment, I believe what we are seeing is the complete destruction of our ozone layer that protects our planet. Uh, do you know what would happen if we had no ozone layer and it was completely destroyed? Essentially, the ozone layer is sort of like a sunscreen covering the entire planet. It blocks the majority of the sun's UV radiation. And if the ozone layer completely disappeared today, um, many of the plants would die in a few months simply due to the intensity of the sun's radiation. It would make photosynthesis process completely stop pretty much. Um, and basically, the, the photosynthesis process um, allows plants to convert light into energy, which is a, a, is a fuel for their growth. This becomes an impossibility um, once that's broken down. And so what you would see with the removal of the ozone is that the food chain would begin to collapse. So you're going to see mass starvation. You're going to see animals die. You're going to see smaller plants die in the first couple probably weeks of the ozone being depleted. You're going to see a massive ecological disaster that has never been seen before on this planet. And so I believe the fourth bold judgment is the ozone layer being completely depleted. Well, what would cause that? Well, there's been a lot of studies done on that. Um, we've known that at times in recent history, the ozone has retracted and regrew. It can heal itself. But we also know there were studies done back in the late 70s and I believe in the 80s and many since then that have shown that a large-scale thermonuclear war between the superpowers would result in a reduction of the ozone in excess of 50%. So it would not surprise me at the time of the fourth bold judgment, it would not surprise me if man, um, part of the divine judgment is, is possibly uh, a nuclear war uh, between the major powers. Um, I also don't rule out the possibility that God, as part of his divine judgment, sends maybe a comet or an asteroid near the earth. Um, this is something that could easily deplete the ozone a significant degree. Um, I, no matter what, I do know that by the time the fourth bowl is poured out, that the earth has already undergone a series of ecological and environmental disasters as a result of man's own sinfulness that probably does result in a significant reduction in the ozone. And so whatever it is that causes the sun to be allowed or granted the power to scorch men, I believe it is related to the significant reduction of the, zone, the ozone. Um, is it, it possibly is a combination of warfare and um, cosmic events that affect the planet, which ultimately um, disrupts the beast or the Antichrist's final economic system. And another reason why I say that uh, this is most likely a depletion of the ozone is because interestingly, if you look and you keep reading, um, the, during the opening of the fifth bowl judgment on the planet, we see that, that men 
cry out in anguish over the painful sores over their body, which doesn't surprise me because if there was a severe reduction in the ozone, we would see significant sunburns on people. If the ozone was gone, you there would be a huge uptick in skin cancer and other um, uh, other uh, skin diseases. And so I think what you're seeing is when the sun is given power to scorch men during the fourth bowl, we see a result of that is a lot of skin diseases during the fifth bowl where men cry out with painful sores and darkness descends upon the earth, which I think could very well be not just a nuclear war, but I think it could be possibly a comet or some type of cosmic strike on planet Earth, which leads to the ozone being depleted, which leads to the sun scorching men, and which leads to darkness and these painful sores, which indicates that the ozone was depleted during the bold judgments. Now, interestingly, as I go back and read Revelation chapter 16, verse 8 through 9, and the subsequent bold judgments, the interesting thing is the Bible says that they don't repent of their evil deeds, but what do they do instead? In verse 9, it says they were scorched by the fierce heat, but what do they do? They cursed the name of the God, the name of God and they did not repent or give him glory. We also see during the opening of the fifth bowl that Mankind refuses to repent, despite the darkness, despite the painful sores. And that shows you, my friends, the wickedness, the depravity of mankind during this period, that they so hate God, that even when they are given God's mercy, even though they are warned of the wrath to come, they, they refuse to repent. And we see an increasing intensity of the wrath poured out from the time of the trumpet judgments to the bold judgments, and they still do not repent. And that leads me to the most important point I have. You know, I look at these heat waves, these fires that we've been experiencing here across the planet, and I see these as merely a glimpse into the tribulation period. I believe they're a glimpse into the bowl and trumpet judgments. And right now, these warnings, these little glimpses are actually God's grace because we have time to repent, my friends. We have time to turn our backs now from the sin that we've let encroach into our life and ask God for forgiveness, which is a free gift, and turn from our ways. And so I believe these events all across the planet are meant to get our attention. I really do. And and I hope that this podcast doesn't scare you. It's not meant to scare you. It's actually a message of God's grace and his goodness. And as believers, we're to be watchmen. And, you know, I hear people all the time say, you know, I don't want to get into prophecy and I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to scare people. Well, I'll be honest with you. I think that uh, if you feel that way, I think that you've neglected to teach the entire counsel of God because a significant portion of the Bible is prophecy. And God gave us those things so that we can not only just see God's grace in our life operating right now, but as a warning of God's judgment to come. Just like Noah warned his generation of the coming flood, for 100 plus years, 
I believe as Christians, we need to study prophecy. I think we need to understand it because when these things occur, people are going to look for answers. And I think right now, what we're seeing with these extreme fires, these extreme heat waves, I believe they're a glimpse into the future. And so God, I believe, wants to use these events to get our attention so that we can see that we are still operating in a time and age of grace and there is still an opportunity to repent. And so uh, I, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that we are not in the tribulation period yet. And I see these glimpses as a sign of God's mercy, his love and compassion, um, because he does not want to see any lo man lost, no woman lost. He doesn't. He wants us to, he's, he's gracious and he's willing to wait because he wants us all to be saved and come to repentance in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. And so uh, I hope that this brief study of the, the trumpet judgments and the bold judgments, specifically in relation to the fire that is experienced in Revelation chapter 8 and the scorching of the sun in Revelation chapter 16 is helpful to you. Keep looking up. And if you have any questions, I would love to hear what you think. I would love to hear what you think of um, the recent heat waves across the planet. I would love to hear what you think of the bowl and trumpet judgments. What do you think causes the sun to scorch men? And what do you think causes these significant fires during the tribulation period? Well, hey, this is the Alpine Psalmist. I love your feedback and I hope that this was a blessing to you. Let's keep operating in God's grace and let's just remember that we've been given a glimpse of the future. But right now we continue to live in God's grace and prosperity. Let's not take it for granted. Keep looking up and God bless.